Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. you put your hands together for Jesus. And then 
Hallelujah. Wow. The word of God is a human right. It's too powerful. Those who are fighting for human rights, they should fight for this one. Hallelujah. Wow, that was a beautiful ministration. Put your hands together for the crowd. Amen. The worship choir also led us powerfully into the presence of the Lord. These two choirs are too powerful. I'll travel with all of them abroad. Hallelujah. So, it's also a reminder to us that this month of July, everywhere in the world, the Lighthouse Chapel is observed as uh, a month of evangelism. A month that has been set aside to win souls for the Lord. Amen. Our theme for the month is win for over for Christ win for over for Christ so if you can win at least one soul every week at least one soul every week I think you can win four for Christ this month is it a good deal are we going to do it alright I believe the Lord will help us God will give us grace the people are already waiting for us. Jesus said the harvest is white already. So let's go out there. He said the fields are white, ready to be harvested. Let's go and harvest the souls. And I believe it's going to be a blessed time. I also want to remind us of our Give Thyself Holy Conference. That is coming up. The countdown has begun. Amen. And on the 2nd of August... We're going to have the Give Thyself Holy Conference with our father, Bishop Dark Heward Mills. Amen. Well, we want to take our memory verse for today. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Are you there? Oh, I cannot hear you. Are you there? All right. Ready? Go. Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 Therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord Now that place is tricky because many of us say your labor in the Lord is not in vain but your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Can we take it again? Right. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain, in the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Do you think you can say it or we should go through one more time? How many think one more time would we'll, we'll do? All right. Majority carries the vote. All right. Ready go. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Therefore my beloved brethren be ye steadfast. Unmovable, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Wow. Now let's take it without it being on the screen. Ready, go. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord and just commit yourself to God. Ask God to speak to you today. Oh, yes. Pray that you will hear the voice of God today. May the Lord speak to us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. May the Lord speak to us, Lord. Father, we long to hear your voice. 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 Oh yes. Oh yes. The cross before me, the world behind me. No turning back. No turning back. Oh yes. Oh yes. Before me, yes, the world behind me, no turning back, no turning back. The cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back, no turning back. Christ is enough for me. Christ is enough for me.
Heaven is my home. Heaven is my you this morning we thank you for being our all in all the all sufficient one nothing else can ever satisfy only you can satisfy us this morning as we gather once again our prayer Lord is that you speak to us bring to us the spiritual food that is able to satisfy us May our lives not be the same again. Thank you for souls that are being saved, especially in this month of evangelism. We bless you. Add to the church daily, such as should be saved. And Father, raise up laborers to do the work in the vineyard. We bless you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This morning and maybe for the next two weeks or so, I want to share from Bishop's book. Tell them. Tell them. Hallelujah. Oh yeah, it's a good place to put your hands together. Today I'm going to begin to share with you 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, after these reasons, I don't know why you will not be a soul winner. You will have to be a soul winner for the Lord. Amen. And Bishop has taken his time to give us 120 reasons. You see, the more reasons you give to a person, the less the person even will be able to rise up and fight against you. So, I am giving you 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. 
Right. Reason number one, why you must be a soul winner. In other words, to win souls for the Lord. This month is a month of evangelism. And it has been set aside so that we will win souls. One of the things that would amaze you is that a lot of people don't talk to others about Christ. And so, we need to from time to time remind ourselves that we have a mission. Amen. So, this book says, tell them. Tell them. Even if they don't believe it, tell them. We're going to tell them. Amen. Reason number one must be a soul winner because that is the great commission or great command or great mandate or great instruction or great order whichever way you want to put it which has been given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ Amen Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18 to 20. Now, it is not called the Great Commandment, or the Great Commission in the Bible, but somebody named it that. I think it was Oswald Chambers or so. He would name it Great Commission. But that is not, that it's not said in the Bible that it's Great Commission. Okay, so Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20 says that, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go, 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 go ye therefore and teach all nations. Go, go. Baptizing them. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. church today is staying and we are expecting people to come to church they will not come there are many other things taking their attention 
Even by now, they are showing Euro Cup, isn't it? 2016. People are watching that. And there are other programs everywhere. So if we don't go, they will not come. The command is not to stay. The command is to go. And this is the greatest. There are many commands in the Bible. But this one is the greatest of all the commandments in the Bible. Go. Go. As a church, we must go. We must move. We should not stay at one place. The more we stay, like Bishop says, that the church must sin or it will die. If we keep staying at one place, we will die. And the devil doesn't want us to come. And that is why he would do things to make us not go. But this month we will go. We will go to the highways and the byways. We will go to the ghettos. We will go to the shopping malls. We will go to the marketplaces. We will go to the washing bay. We will go to all these places and share the gospel with them. And don't say, I don't know how to do it. You will know how to do it. Listen, sharing the gospel is just sharing what has happened to you. That's all. What has happened to you? Tell somebody about it. What made you become born again? Say it. And that is what will help somebody to be saved. Reason number two. (laughs) I told you it's 120, so we have a lot. Right. You must be a soul winner because we are all called to do this great work of soul winning. It's not for some people. You know, that kind of mind that, oh, the pastors will do it. No. The command was not given to just pastors. It was given to everybody. And Matthew twenty-two fourteen, For many are called, but few are chosen. Like the little boy who didn't know when he went to church, he forgot what the pastor said. He said, many are cold and a few are frozen. But it looks like that's the case, that many are cold in the church and a few are frozen. But may there be a fire that will send us to go out there. Matthew twenty sixteen. So the last shall be the first and the first shall be the last. For many be called, but a few chosen. Listen to what William Booth said. William Booth is the founder of the salvation. He said something about the call. He said, not call, did you say? Not heard the call, I think you should say. Put your ear down to the Bible. And hear him bid you go and pull sinners out of the fire of sin. Put your ear down to the burdened, agonized heart of humanity. And listen to his pitiful wail for hell. Go stand by the gates of hell. And hear the damned entreat you. Go to their father's house. And bid their brothers and sisters and servants and masters not to come there. Then look Christ in the face. Whose mercy you profess to obey. And tell him whether you will join heart and soul and body. And circumstances in, in, in the march to publish his mercy to the world. Look at him and say that you will not go. For the mercy that you have received, why will you not go? 
Isobelkum said, I believe that each generation, God has called enough men and women to evangelize all the yet unreached tribes of the earth. It is not God who does not call, but it is man who will not respond. Yeah. Are you responding? What are you responding to? Respond to the call to save the lost. People are traveling to China. People are traveling to all sorts of places to win souls. What about you? What are you doing? Reason number three why you must be a soul winner. You must be a soul winner because you were created to carry out the good work of soul winning. That is why you were created. You started out in the world doing your own thing. But now that you are saved, the work for you to do is to win souls. The reason why you are still alive, because you should have been dead. Somebody once asked the bishop, if we say we believe in heaven, why don't we just die and go? It's a good question. How many think it's a good question? Because why are we coming here every Sunday? Isn't heaven better than here? Yeah. We will just go to heaven and then it's all over. But the reason is that there are many other people who must be saved just like you. If all the people who were saved left and went to heaven, by now you will not be saved. I remember the brother who preached to me to be saved. We were at the lecture hall on campus, UST. And he just got up and he said, can I have two minutes to share my quiet time? I don't even remember what he shared. But I remember, he said, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Little did he know that he was going to raise a bishop. You may never know who you are going to win for the Lord. When Billy Graham gave his life to Christ, he was the only person at the crusade who gave his life to Christ. If that man had not preached at the time he preached, where would be the Billy Graham we know today? Oh, may the church rise up and preach the gospel. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says that for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. This is the good work. Winning a soul for the Lord is a good work. Number four. You must be a soul winner because soul winning gives great joy and energizes Christians. Luke chapter 10 verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place. (laughs) Bible says, Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth. Verse 70 says that, and the 70 returned again with joy. The thing that gives you joy in the Lord is not the cars and the houses that you are getting in the house of God. Testimonies are flooded with, and the Lord gave me a free ticket abroad. It's good. It's nice. And when I joined the church, I got a beloved. And when I joined the church, I couldn't give birth, but the Lord has blessed me. I have a baby. 
But where are the people who are sharing the testimonies of going out there, standing a circle and preaching the gospel? And a prostitute gave her life to Christ. What a testimony. What a testimony. I know why you're not clapping because you don't like these ones. The word of God is a human right. People deserve to hear it. And we must go out there and preach the gospel. The only thing that will make you happy. You know why when you do something good, you are happy? Because good things, when you do good things, you are happy. Winning a soul is is one of the happiest moments that can ever happen to you as a child of God. That because of you, somebody has come to Christ. Yeah. It cannot be explained. When you think about it, you can't explain it. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a woman who has just given birth. She's gone through nine months and whatever, and she's gone through labor, pushing, pain, screaming. And then after she has given birth, she's smiling and laughing all over the place. And you tell her, Madam, can you explain to me why you are happy? You cannot explain. It cannot be explained. In the same way when a soul is worn, it cannot be explained. One of the things that happens is that there's joy in heaven. Angels begin to rejoice. They are happy because a soul has been saved. We have snatched one more soul from the camp of the devil. I see you snatching souls from the camp of the devil. Now, is the reason why you don't enjoy serving God. Because you don't do anything. Once you begin to win souls, you'll be happy in the church. People will not even understand why you are so happy. Number five. You must be a soul winner. Hmm. Because the true greatness of any church is not how many it seats, but how many it sends. If somebody comes here and sees the number of people here, he will say, wow, what a church. So many people. But listen, that doesn't say our greatness or define our greatness. Our greatness is seen in how many people are going out to win the lost. That's our greatness. Every army may have people, but the number they are able to to go into a battle shows the greatness of the army. How many of us are going? We are all just here and just receiving all the time. It's time for you to also share what you have received. This is the time. This is the time. This is the time. Number six. You must be a soul winner because soul winning is the heartbeat of Jesus. Luke 19.10 says that, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Why did Jesus come? He came to seek and to save that which is lost. That's the purpose why Jesus came. If we say we are going to be Christ-like, then we must also be doing what Jesus did. Why Jesus came. We are called Christians because a Christian is supposed to look like Christ. Do we look like Christ in the way we win souls? Christ was so concerned about souls that even when he was dying, he was still winning a soul. Oh, How many of us, even when we are hungry, we can't think of souls? Number seven. 
You must be a soul winner because soul winning prevents church splits. Yeah. You see, when we are involved in fruitful activities in the church, we don't have time for other things. There's a song that the choir sings. I don't know whether you can sing it one of these days. It says, heaven is on my mind. Uh, I, I don't have time to, uh, what? Wasting my time. Uh, say, he, she said, and he said, and he said. Instead of winning souls, you are thinking about what she said, and what he said, and what they said. See choristers quarreling among themselves. You see ashes having issues all over. Because we don't have anything to do. If all of us are going to win souls, would you even have time to think about all these things? You have enough time to spare. The church, we have too much time to spare. That is why we are just there and quarreling with each other getting into all sorts of things. One pastor is here lambasting another pastor and another one is speaking against another one. Why? When souls are perishing, when people are going to hell, oh, please, please, let's rise up. Let's rise up as a church. Let's rise up and preach the gospel. If you have never won a soul before, since you got born again, Please, forgive me, but I have to say it. Shame on you. Shame on you because you don't appreciate your salvation. You don't appreciate it. And that's why when we talk about evangelism, you are angry. Some people, they feel that they they just, when they were born, they were born to be saved. So, we, we don't need to go and tell others. Number eight, you must be a soul winner because soul winning generates divine support and protection. Yeah. Peter Taylor said, it is not in our choice to spread the gospel or not. It is our death if we don't. When you are, your, your father is happy with you, he will definitely support you. You see some young people, when they go to school, they don't want to do what their fathers have told them to do. If you don't, your father will stop supporting you. But as soon as he sees that you are doing what he told you to do, he will send more money to you. He will send more money to you. It is the same thing. When God sees that we are doing what he wants us to do, he's going to send us more money. And I see God blessing somebody because he are doing his will. Many will ask Lighthouse Chapel International, how come you are able to build so many churches all over the place? Well, I'm showing you the secret. The secret is that we have taken up the father's burden. And the father realizes that these people are doing it. Let me support them and let them do it more. And don't be angry when you see your brother driving a new car because he is going out there to win souls. So the Lord has blessed him with a four-wheel drive so he can bring more people. Ah, you are the next person to also receive one as you bring people to church. Number nine. <laughs> hey. I there decided to go back home. You must be a soul winner because soul winning prevents you from polishing the same coins over and over. The Bible talks about a woman 
who lost her coin. Luke 15, verse 8. Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she loses one piece, does not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she finds it. And when she has found it, she called her friends and her neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, I have found the piece which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. There are some people when they lose some money, it's not a problem. There are some people, if they even lose five Ghana cities, there will be a revolution in the house. Everybody has to wake up and come and line up. They will search everybody in the house. Sure. Now, this woman also lost a coin. And she was very wild. Now, ten, the Bible says she had ten coins and she lost one. And it's just like the church. Maybe we may have a whole lot of people and then one person out there who we don't have. The church must be interested in that one person that is lost. Because the Bible says that God is more excited about that one person that we go after. Than all of you seated here. Yeah. But the Bible says that's how heaven rejoices. Because we went after the one sinner. One soul. So instead of us sitting here. Because you are the other nine coins. And we are polishing you every day. Every day when you come and sit down. We give you another message to polish you. Pastor we have come again today to give us another revelation. We are polishing you over and over and over. What about the other one that is lost? You have been polished enough. It's time to rise up and win a soul for the Lord. It doesn't matter who you are. You may be a Christian singer. You may be a whatever. You are supposed to win a soul. And like Bishop says here, you are a Christian singer. You are not a singing Christian. So you have made yourself that you are a singing Christian. That's Everybody is called to soul winning. Number 10. We must be soul winners because we must save people from building their houses on the sand. <laughs> Jesus said, anybody who hears his word, and that's it. He's building on a rock. But when they hear the word and they don't obey, they are building on the sand. But the fact is that the people don't know that they are building on the sand. Until we go and tell them, they will never know. That is why we must go and tell them, brother, you are building on the sand. Without Christ, this life will never stay. When the storms of life come, you're going to lose out. It will sweep everything away. And there are many people who have lost things because they never built on Christ. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. They don't know it. We have to tell them. Oh, may we send the word to people, oh. The word of God is a human right. Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. Number 11, you must be a soul winner because soul winning helps you to avoid a false balance. Yeah, you are doing every other thing, but not so winning. It is a false balance. So winning is as much a part of what we have to do. 
than any other. Yeah. Many people die every year. Many people, millions of people die every year. And the question is that how many of them are going to heaven if we are not going to tell them? May we rise up and tell them. Number 12. You must be a soul winner and allow the Lord to send you to win souls so that you would not be sent by persecution and other troubles like the early church. When you read Acts chapter 8, the early church was sent by troubles and persecution. Because they failed to go. They sat in Jerusalem. They were happy. And the Bible says that and persecution came to the church. Sometimes persecution comes. Before people move, like the prodigal son. When he started eating with pigs, he said, Ah, let me arise and go to my father's house and see to my father's work. But you have to wait till that time. No. Amanda Berry Smith said, To stay here and disobey God, I can't afford to take the consequences. I would rather go and obey God than to stay here and know that I disobeyed. Yeah. Number 13. You must be a soul winner because soul winning fulfills the principle of gaining by trading. Gaining by trading. Jesus gave the parable of this man who traveled and gave talents and pounds to different people. One was given five, one was given two, one was given one. The five used his own to win more. The two used to get two more. But the one said that swine. <laughs> because when the man gave them the pound, he said, may you use the money gain by trading. He didn't say have it and keep it there. But he didn't use it. Do business with it. And when you use it, you will have more. The reason why you are not flowing in the anointing the reason why you are not flowing in the healing and the miracles because you are not using the little that you have. But once you go out and begin to preach the gospel, the little you have will also begin to increase. Oh, I see many people rising up and becoming evangelists in the house. May you become a healing evangelist. May the anointing increase upon you as you win souls for the Lord. There are many souls waiting for you. Cities are waiting for you. Villages are waiting for you. Towns are waiting for you. It's time to arise and preach the gospel. Somebody lift your hand and say, I'll preach. Fourteen, you must be a soul winner because soul winning earns you the right to the kingdom promotion. To kingdom promotion. If you are going to be promoted in the kingdom, it comes when you use what has been given to you. When the people brought the others and the, the man said to them, because you have been faithful in a little, be Lord over many. Many. I see promotion coming to you. Yeah. Number 15, you must be a soul winner because soul winning will help you to avoid a murder charge. You do not want to account for the blood of anyone. Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 17 says, The son of man, I have made you a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. Warning from me. Hey. 
When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. And thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way, to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Hey. Could, there be, could it be that there's a neighbor by you? God is expecting you to speak to that person, your next door neighbor. Somebody who sat by you in the trot trot. Your colleague at the office. Your friend in the same class with you. God is waiting for you to share the gospel. When you don't, he says he will require the person's blood from you. Tell him. When you look at somebody who is not saved and the person is dying, you are asking that whose blood is going to be required because of this person. How many people's blood is going to be required from you? Hey. Finally, because my time is up. Number 16, you must be a soul winner because it makes you have beautiful feet. Wow. Hallelujah. Who says that? How shall they hear? Or how shall they preach? Romans 10, 15. Except they be sent. As it is written. How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. You know, many years ago they used to have people who were... Because they didn't have email, they didn't have uh, WhatsApp, mobile phone and all that. So... When they had to send an information, they needed people who could run. Fast runners. So, when they go for battle, there are people who are there waiting to send the news to the people uh, in the village or wherever that the battle is over, we have won, and all that. So, they always had these fast runners. So, anytime they went for battle and they won, Gospel. That's where the thing came. Gospel. Gospel is the good news. So, sad people will take the good news and run to the village. So, when they arrive and the people see them, they know that they have won the battle. And there's rejoicing and celebration in the town. Hallelujah. So, the feet of sad people are beautiful because they bring good news. People are waiting for the good news from you. When you begin to send the good news to people, your feet will look beautiful. In the spirit realm, your feet will look beautiful. Ladies, it is not the pedicure that makes your feet beautiful. It is not the nail polish that makes your feet beautiful. Look at the near sister's feet and see. She has gone. Yesterday, she went to the salon. They did pedicure whatever cure they cured everything but listen to me you may cure here you may cure here you may cure here but if you are not a soul winner you are not beautiful may you have beautiful feet i said may you have beautiful feet i see an anointing coming upon you and i see the spirit of god coming upon us to make us witnesses stand to your feet everybody give the lord a shout of a 
Hallelujah. Lift up your hands to the Lord and talk to God in a minute. Tell the Lord to use you. Pray that you will snatch people from hell into the kingdom of his dear son. Lift up your voice. He said, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And it shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and even to the uttermost parts of the earth. The Holy Ghost is coming upon you today to be a witness for the Lord. Lift up your voice and just pray. Say, Lord, use me. Use me. Use me. Pray that you will win at least four souls. Four souls for the Lord. Four souls. Four souls for the Lord. Four souls for the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to win souls for you. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. Use us in this month of July to win souls for you. We bless you. We give you thanks. Today, with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, maybe somebody invited you. And today, the good news is here for you also. You don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. When you die, you're going to die in your sin. And you're going to hell. But you don't have to go to hell. You are too nice to go to hell. Jesus loves you. And he died for you. Today, if you are here, every head bowed or eyes closed, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to serve Jesus the rest of my days. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray with you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Let it go up. Don't be shy. Thank you. I see your hands. Let it go up. Today's the day of salvation. He says that if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands over there. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you have lifted up your hand, please do one more thing. Come to me in front here. Come. I want to pray with you. Come. Come to Jesus. Come quickly. Love for them as they come to Jesus. I surrender all. Oh, keep loving, keep loving. So many people are coming to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. All to be my blessed Savior. Come all the way, my brother. Come all the way. Oh, keep loving for them. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I surrender all. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Oh, heaven is rejoicing. Heaven is rejoicing. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Come to Jesus. Come all the way. All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. Surrender. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wow, 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 wow. It's beautiful, it's beautiful, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. I love this. I love this. I love this. Those of you in front here, just lift up your two hands. We're going to praise a sign of surrender. Hallelujah. And I want you to repeat after me. We're just praying to surrender our hearts to Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me 
all my sins. I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Jesus is in your heart right now. As you have prayed this prayer. Now you are part of the family of God. And we are going to partake of the communion. You can also join in partaking of the communion. Hallelujah. Amen. And today, I believe that the power of the blood is at work in this place right now. Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it says that people drank the blood unworthily. And he said, and because of that, many of you are sick and many of you are dead. But what he also means is that if we drink it worthily, we can have healing and we can have life. I believe that somebody is about to receive healing in this place. If you are here and maybe doctors cannot even diagnose what is wrong with you. There's a sickness that doesn't seem to be going. I want you to come to the front. I believe that the power of the blood is going to heal you. Just come to the front here and we're going to pray together. As we partake of the communion, the pastors are getting ready. And all the minister shepherds are helping for us to give the communion. But just come and stand in front here and we're going to pray. There's some kind of sickness that doesn't seem to be going. Come, we're going to pray together. And if you're also suffering from any blood-related disease, come, I believe that the healing blood is here. Bible says that, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Today, may you overcome by the blood in the name of Jesus. You shall live and not die. For the Bible says that and when they saw the blood, when the angel of death saw the blood, he passed over. Anything that wants to destroy your life, I declare that as you partake of the communion, it shall not come to your dwelling in the name of Jesus. Your family shall be protected. Every sickness that is plaguing your life is cancelled in Jesus' name. Receive healing. Receive deliverance. Whatever the doctors cannot diagnose. Today, may the healing blood of Jesus touch you and deliver you in the name of Jesus. You shall have a testimony. We rebuke cancer. We rebuke diabetes. We rebuke high blood pressure in the name of Jesus Christ. We rebuke gynecological diseases. We rebuke every kind of sickness. Be loose and be set free. In Jesus' name. Pastors are giving you the communion. Don't take it yet. We're going to pray over it. They're giving you the bread. Make sure you have the bread and the wine, which is the body and the blood of Jesus. Sons of God, here is holy word. Gather around the table of the Lord. Take this 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I need one more pastor in front here. Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just begun. Hold on, don't take it yet. We're going to take it together. In the spirit, we are one. And we'll live forever. Sons of God. Sons of God. Here is holy word. Gather around the table of the Lord. It is body, drink is blood, and we'll sing a song. Hallelujah! 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 Father, we pray over these communion elements. We pray over the bread and the wine. We declare it's no longer bread and wine, but it's your body and your blood that was shed for us on the cross of Calvary. Father, as your people partake of the body and the blood, let healing come to them. Let deliverance come to them. Thank you, O God, that there is nothing too hard for you what men say is possible with you it is possible as we partake of the communion let every impossibility become a possibility in the name of jesus christ thank you for healing for your people from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet we curse hiv we curse cancer we curse high blood pressure we curse fibroids anything is not of you we curse it in jesus name let there be healing let there be deliverance in the name of Jesus. Take up the bread, take up the body, lift it up. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lift up the blood. Thank you, Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Touch your children, Lord. Be healed and be delivered from every infirmity. Jesus, heal and deliver, Lord. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. By the blood. The blood that speaks better things. May the blood speak for you. Receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing right now. It's yours. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Yes. Heal it by the blood. 
Healing by the blood. Healing by the blood. If you are prayed for, you can go. In the name of Jesus, receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. Yes, we curse every infirmity. And exchange you someday for a crown. Receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing. So I will cherish the old dragon cross. Receive it. It's you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Receive it and believe it. Believe it. Receive it. In the name of Jesus. I will cling to the old ragged cross. Thank you, Lord. Yes. It's your portion. In the name of Jesus. Yes. And change it something. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.